Hello folks, this is Preston for Radio Connection Live, the podcast. We want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, and we are thankful for all of you who support us week in, week out. And to say thank you, we'll be giving you our yearly tribute to John F. Kennedy. As you know, he was assassinated back in the 60s, and for the next several minutes, we're going to check out coverage from KLIF 1190 in Dallas, Texas. Now, mind you, uh, this was before the big move to 570 took place and when they became part of the Citadel slash Cumulus family many years ago. So, again, we're going to take you back in time to a time where news can happen at any moment and you will get to hear how professional all the DJs were during this tragic time in history. So, again, this is Tribute to John F. Kennedy and we appreciate we appreciate you for listening. As always you can find us on social media at Facebook at Radio Connection Live, Twitter at RCL the Podcast, email RCL the Podcast at gmail.com and don't forget our brand new YouTube channel. Search out Radio Connection Live Podcast on YouTube or if you need a direct link, reach out to us and we'll send it your way. So for me to you Have a good and safe holiday, and as always, together, let's keep radio alive. This is a Radio Connection Live special presentation. For many years, when a news event of great magnitude occurred... KLIF in Dallas and the other McLendon radio stations were quick to abandon their normal programming and dedicate their entire airtime to informing the public. Commercials and entertainment were forgotten as the news department literally took over the station, developing and distilling the news story. 12.32 p.m., Friday, November 22, 1963. The tremendous news-gathering machine that is KLIF News shifts into high gear. These are the actual voices of the reporters and persons involved that terrible day. These are the fateful hours. Don't forget, President Kennedy's speech today has been billed as a major address. KLIF News, of course, will be bringing you excerpts of that speech throughout the afternoon, okay? Mighty fine. Away we go on the Rex Jones Show. The first of the two most glorious holidays of the year is coming, so it won't be long before you make a most important meat purchase. Yes, Thanksgiving is only days away, and this happy holiday will be just a little better this year if a little forethought goes into the purchase of the traditional turkey. Naturally, you want a turkey that gives you extra meat per pound, and if you're like most families, you'll want a turkey that offers more of the moist Sweet, absolutely delicious white meat per pound. There are turkeys that meet these requirements. You'll find them at your grocer's bearing the famous Armor Star. Yes, ma'am, I'm talking about Armor Star broad-breasted turkeys, government-inspected and graded to assure your family a very special treat this Thanksgiving. Armor Star turkeys have moderately long, deep, well-rounded breasts with extra white meat, plenty of dark meat, too. When you shop at your grocer's for that Thanksgiving turkey, get an Armor Star broad-breasted turkey, government-inspected and graded to assure you of the very best. Armor Star, best by far. What he's talking about, too. 22 and a half minutes now away from 1 o'clock. All right, let's take a little time out here. Everybody be icebox. Let's get a beer. (laughs) 
teams are on the field and game time's here. Let's kick off the fun with the ball that beer. Great teammate for all your good times. Premium quality ball sack. Coast to coast for the most refreshing taste in beer, this is the one. Bright, brisk ball sack. For extra convenience, buy ball sack and no deposit, no return glass cans in handy packs of six. Ball sack. This is the one. reportedly were fired at the motorcade of President Kennedy today near the downtown section. KLIF News is checking out the report. We will have further reports. Stay tuned. Friend is the name of that one, not by the Chiffons, and I think that is a real winner. As a matter of fact, you must think so too. Already voted number 36 on the instant top 40 at KLIS. We're doing our Christmas shopping at Robert Hall this year. We're saving on clothes for Christmas at Robert Hall this year. More quality for low prices on gifts for one and all. There's a Selection. Bigger collection. Where America goes for family clothes, it's Robert Hall this year. For the lady who wants more fashion at less cost, Robert Hall has a delightful array of holiday dresses priced as low as $7.97. Other Christmas features are the elegant three-piece wool suits priced from only $12.97. Quilted robes and pajama sets are priced from only $3.97 at Robert Hall, gift center for the family. You bet your sweet life. Hey, fellas, get the aristocrat suit, the Juilliard Worsted suit, nationally advertised in Look and Life magazine. Robert Hall now features the Juilliard suit at just $46.95. Don't forget, alterations definitely are included. We have 63 degrees in Big D at the moment, going up to... solution to the variety problem, Armor Star Lunch Meats. Why, there are so many varieties, you could go for a couple of weeks without ever repeating. Nourishing? Four slices of Armor Star Lunch Meat and a couple of sandwiches pack all the wallop of a bowl of beef stew. Get Armor Star Lunch Meats for the kids and his nips. The sandwich meats that stick to your ribs. 
Lots of different kinds. Easy to make. So for goodness sake, be sure it's summer. So meet your bunch of home. 17 and a half ticks away from the hour of 1 o'clock right now on the Rex Jones Go. This is Tommy Rowe. He includes just about everybody. Further report after we have just received word that shots have been fired at the Kennedy Motorcade. We just talked with the police department here with that conversation. Several persons arrived at Kaufman and no information is being given at this time. But you did have reports of uh, shots being fired? We had reports, yes, sir. KLI of New Moves on Roots Department Hospital to confirm the reports that someone had been wounded in the firing of shots in the Kennedy Motorcade in downtown Dallas. Stay tuned to Cliff News. Everybody! And now another report from Joe Long in downtown Dallas. Here is the latest unconfirmed report we have, and we must stress that this is unconfirmed, but it comes from a very high-placed official who refuses to be quoted, but it is now reported that Governor Connolly and the President perhaps have been wounded in this assassin's attempt. It is an unofficial report that both the President and Governor Connolly were wounded in this shooting event in the downtown area during the passage of the motorcade. The automobile in which the president was riding reportedly sped out to Parkland Hospital, and uh, we do not know whether Mrs. Kennedy and or Mrs. Connolly suffered any injury at all. The first report we had said that both of the men were lying prone in the automobile in the caravan limousine at the time it made its way rapidly to Parkland Hospital. We have no further details. Parkland Hospital is being placed almost off limits to reporters at this time, but those details that are available will be brought to you just as quickly as we possibly can. We'll bring you further details momentarily. Joe Long, with Mobile News Unit number 4, 1190 and out. Gary DeLong back at the Kiel Audio Studios issuing the bulletin again for the man armed with a 30-30 caliber rifle. He was described as about 5'10", 165 pounds of slender build, about 30 to 35 years old. This tragic incident occurred at Elman Houston as the motorcade was en route to the trademark for a noon luncheon. We're going to switch now to the trademark, and uh, here is a statement from Gordon McClendon. Here, the scene is of wild pandemonium as two guests waited anxiously for President Kennedy, Governor Connolly, and the Vice President. Now, rumors run rampant. No one here knows what has happened, but the rumors continue to circulate that the President and Governor Connolly both have been shot. And here at the Trade Mart, we have nothing but rumors and a wild scene of chaos. This is Gordon McClendon from the Trade Mart in Dallas. The latest report that we have from one press source, Clint Hill, a Secret Service agent assigned to Mrs. Kennedy, said he's dead as the president was lifted from the rear of the White House touring car. Mr. Kennedy was rushed to the Parkland Hospital emergency room. Other White House officials were in doubt as the corridors of the hospital erupted in pandemonium. Acting White House News Secretary Malcolm Kildups was asked whether the president was dead. He said, I have no word now, and that is the word we are awaiting. I have no word now, the latest. Congressman Jim Wright of Fort Worth has just said that both President Kennedy and Governor Connolly were seriously wounded in the attack, but we're alive. This is the latest. Congress
Congressman Jim Wright of Fort Worth has said that both President Kennedy and Governor Connolly were seriously wounded but were still alive. And now here is KLIF's Joe Long. Still no official word from Parkland Hospital. We were en route from Love Field where we had described the arrival of the presidential party. And uh, that is when the first word of the shooting came out. We have been in the deep downtown area, in the area of Elm and Houston, and uh, the dragnet continues. So far, Parkland Hospital, the report we had now, here it is, officially, that Mrs. Kennedy apparently is safe, Mrs. Connolly also safe, it appears, at least to those witnesses at Parkland Hospital, and uh, to state it mildly, both women extremely stunned. Uh, Mrs. Kennedy reportedly had cradled her husband's head in her lap during the speedy trip to Parkland Hospital. Kennedy, according to a member of his staff, was still alive ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, we had word that the president was still alive. The blood was spattered all over the inside of the limousine, which had been flown in specially to carry the president. Ordinarily, there is a huge plastic bubble which allows the public a view of the president and those in the car with him, but gives those inside the limousine protection from the weather and would-be assassins. But because of the rapid, beautiful turn in today's weather, the bubble had been removed. A call has been sent out for some of the top surgical specialists in the city. A call also has been placed for a priest to report to Parkland Hospital. 12.45 p.m. Motorcycle patrolman J.M. Cheney provides KLIF News with its first eyewitness account. Well, the first shot we thought was a motorcycle backfiring. And then uh, I looked to my left and saw the President Kennedy looking back over his left shoulder. And uh, when the second shot struck him in the face, then we knew that someone was shooting at the President. When you saw the bullet hit him, what did he do? He, he, he swung forward in the uh, car. And fell forward into the seat. And Mrs. Kennedy did what? I don't know. It, uh, when, I, when I seen it, he was hit. Well, I went on up ahead to tell the uh, Chief Curry's uh, group there that he had been hit there, and uh, we took him on to the hospital from there. Did you see where the bullet came from, or did you no. see the man with the gun? No. All, all I knew that it come over my right shoulder. Bill Stinson, an assistant to Governor Connolly, says he talked to the governor in the hospital operating room. This is late word from Parkland. He said the governor had been shot just below the shoulder blade in the back. Stinson said he asked Connolly how it happened, and he said, I don't know, I guess from the back, but they got the president too. The latest report from United Press International leads off this way. President Kennedy has been shot. He is perhaps fatally wounded. But we must keep repeating that there is no official word that the president is in critical condition at this time. However, he was slumped over in the back seat from the impact of the high-caliber bullets that were poured into the presidential limousine. A late word from Parkland Hospital, a Father Huber of Holy Trinity Church in Dallas has administered the last sacraments of the church to the president. There is a strong rumor that the president is dead, Joe. Parkland says it is official, and we won't know for just a moment, but there is there's strong indication that the president of the United States is dead. 
Gordon McClendon has just returned from the trade mart. The scene had all been so beautifully set there for the president's arrival, the luncheon, and his speech this afternoon. Gordon, what was the effect on those some 2,000 people waiting there? Stunned, of course, Joe, and a wild scramble for transportation out of the trade mart, particularly by reporters from throughout the United States seeking to get transportation some way, somehow, to Parkland Hospital. Uh, by the time we left, which was approximately 10 minutes after the shooting, the giant trade mart had been more than half emptied of the 2,000 people who had been assembled there to see the president, the vice president, and the remainder of the luminaries. Uh, rumors ran rampant. At first, uh, it was uh, thought that uh, Vice President Johnson had also been shot in the attack. Uh, I can only say that uh, no one at the trade mart knew very much, but now everyone is fully aware. We are in direct contact. We have been unable yet to verify the rumors, and to this point, they are strictly rumors that the president is dead. We will not know until the word comes through officially, but there have been strong indications that the president has expired. But uh, again, we repeat, it is unofficial. President Kennedy and Governor John Connolly of, of, of Texas, having been cut down by assassin's bullets today at lunch, they were shot as they toured downtown Dallas in an open car. Specialists are arriving at the hospital, which I might uh, mention is a scene of wild pandemonium. As we were coming from the trademark a moment ago in a Dallas police car, there was the call for 20 police, uh, additional police units at Parkland Hospital. And incidentally, on the fifth floor of the downtown building from which the president and the governor were shot, they have now discovered empty rifle hulls. Should the assassination have proved a fact, it would be the first time, of course, since the assassination of President McKinley that such an event had taken place in the United States, and it would also be the second time in American history that a Johnson had succeeded to the presidency upon the death of the president by assassination, the last time, of course, having been the succession of Andrew Johnson after the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Well, of course, the major attention is being focused upon the condition of the president. No one yet has any authoritative report upon the nature of the wounds to Governor Connolly. Bullet wounds were plainly visible in Connolly's chest, so we know that he was shot in the chest. His condition, however, remains more of a mystery than that of the President of the United States. The President is clearly, gravely, critically, and perhaps fatally wounded. There are strong indications that he may already have expired, although that is not official. We repeat, not official. But the extent of the injuries to Governor Connolly is uh, a closely shrouded secret at the moment. President Kennedy is dead, Gordon. Ladies this is official the word. The president is dead. The president, ladies and gentlemen, is dead. The new president of the United States is, of course, Lyndon Bain Johnson, the second Johnson in American history to succeed to the presidency upon the death of a president of the United States. No one could have been more shocked than all of the newsmen and those who were assigned to cover the tragic motorcade of the President of the United States. Joe was the pool reporter assigned to cover the arrival of the President this afternoon. And, uh, Joe, it was just a little over uh, two hours ago that you were visiting with the President at Love Field, live, radiant, and exuberant. And uh, as is customary in these cases, the there will be an almost immediate inauguration of the Vice President. Uh, it can be expected that... Uh, Lyndon Johnson will be inaugurated President of the United States immediately here in Dallas. Recalling past events in American history, uh, 
there is very little weight uh, considered uh, that uh, the United States cannot remain leaderless for more than minutes and certainly not more than than for a few hours. The president died at one o'clock this afternoon. That's 42 minutes from now. 42 minutes since the president has expired. Gordon, we now have an eyewitness report to the assassination. This is Mr. Charles Brem of 1619 Kings Highway, who was standing at the curb at the moment President Kennedy was assassinated. I had told my five-year-old boy to wave at him, and as he was waving, the, the president was looking toward us when the first shot ran out and he slumped down in the seat. Uh, uh, I, I didn't know for sure. I, I was positive it was a rifle shot and that it was no joke that he had slumped down. And while I was still trying to make up my mind in a second or two as to what had happened, the second shot rang out. After the first one, his wife knew that he was hit. She reached toward him as he slumped down. I am positive I saw two violent reactions from him as a result of the two shots. There was a third shot, but by that time I had grabbed the boy and run, and the motorcade had speeded up and moved out of the area. I, as I say, I had the unfortunate experience of looking into the man's face when he was shot. We were sitting at the table in the trademark when the news first came at approximately 12.30 approximately 12.30, the first of the 2,000 guests were informed of the president's uh, having been shot. There was the first indication that something had gone awry and amiss was when a group of reporters suddenly dashed into a conference in the middle of the crowded banquet hall. Everyone knew that something was up, but they didn't know what until a moment later, a fellow at uh, our table jumped, uh, rose to his feet and said, the president's been shot with a look of indescribable horror on his face. We might tell you that KLIF will not leave the air. This will be a continuing broadcast throughout the afternoon, throughout the evening, until all details of this tragic event are exhausted, until we have news not only of the condition of Governor Connolly, but uh, also of the possible inauguration this afternoon, or certainly early this evening, of Vice President Lyndon Johnson as the new President of the United States. We will continue on the air, and so you can depend upon it that uh, we will abandon all programming to bring you the details as they come in. Vice President Johnson, under heavy guard, a cluster of rifle bullets, husks from bullets, have been found on the fifth floor of the Sexton building from which the assassination attempt and successful assassination attempt began. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover has immediately made all of his agents and facilities available to Dallas authorities to help apprehend those guilty of the assassination of the president. Hoover telephoned city officials just moments after receiving the word of the shooting and the death of the president. It is reported now Vice President Johnson in seclusion has begun making plans to be sworn into office as the 36th president of the United States. A bulletin here in just a moment. A bulletin here in just a moment. Uh, Joe Long's gone to the phone now for it. News of the assassin's attack on President Kennedy hit Congress like a thunderbolt this afternoon. The leadership reacting with comments of, oh, God, and this is terrible. Senate Democratic leader Mike Mansfield of Montana called to the Senate cloakroom telephone and informed of the news flash about the attack on the chief executive and Texas Governor John Conley. I can't even find words, Mansfield said after a hushed pause. My God. Joe, 
Gordon, uh, Roy Nichols at Parkland Hospital finally has found a way to contact us. All of the lines out there have been jammed for some time. Here is his first official report from the scene where a news conference has been held. Malcolm Kildeff, the assistant press secretary with the presidential party, made the announcement just a few moments ago to press representatives hastily called together in Parkland's press room. Kildeff started off saying, John F. Kennedy died at approximately 1 o'clock Central Standard Time today here in Dallas. That was all he had to say, except it was a gunshot wound in the brain. Reporters asked him for other details. He says, I have no other details. He was asked if Mr. Mrs. Kennedy was hit. She was not, said Kildeff. How is Governor Connolly? He is in serious condition with bullet wounds in the wrist and the side. Where is Vice President Johnson? Has he taken the oath of office? I do not know, said Assistant Press Secretary Kildeff. At the moment, his movements are secret and will be in the future. I do not know whether he has taken the oath of office as president or not. But John F. Kennedy is dead as of approximately 1 o'clock this afternoon. There has been another shooting. There was a shooting a moment ago of a police officer in the 500 block of West Jefferson at Oak Cliff, and he was dead on arrival at Methodist. This is Roy Nichols from Parkland Hospital. What is segregation? I don't know what segregation is. Uh, what is bigotry? I don't know what bigotry is. What does uh, hatred mean? I don't know what it is. Uh, what is uh, prejudice? Um, I think it's when somebody's sick. Special bulletin. Dallas, Texas. The flash, apparently official. President John F. Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time.
No one can be certain who next will suffer from some senseless act of bloodshed. need not be idealized or enlarged in death beyond what he was in life. To be remembered simply as a good and decent man who saw wrong and tried to right it, saw suffering and tried to heal it, saw war and tried to stop it. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today pray that what he was to us what he wished for others will someday come to pass for all the world. As he said many times in many parts of this nation, those he touched and who sought to touch him. Some men see things as they are and say why. I dream things that never were and say why not. Segregation is. Uh, what is bigotry? I don't know what bigotry is. What does uh, hatred mean? I don't know what it is. Uh, what is uh, prejudice? Um, I think it's when somebody's sick.
Been listening to a Radio Connection Live special presentation.